0: Hello, welcome to the MHG Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. Uh, so, most likely, this episode is going to be a, uh, a classic episode. Um, it might not be, it might be an all new episode. I'm not sure at this moment that I'm recording this, but uh, I am recording this because I, I want to do a little common sense with Buck Lightning because I'm kind of riled and I need to get some shit off my chest. So uh, I want to make it clear that I am no longer a Republican. Like, uh, no offense if you are, uh, don't care if you aren't. uh, I'm pretty much done with the Republican Party for various reasons that I don't want to get into, because this isn't necessarily about politics so much as it it is about civility. Now, uh, I am a Libertarian by nature, so that is the party that I will be affiliating with myself from now on i know i just mixed up those words i'm on the road i'm kind of riled fuck off anyway uh yeah i know civility right fuck off civility anyway uh so i just saw something that just really fucking fucking frosted my nuts um so if you're familiar with the shitty band third eye blind um they had a couple of songs in the 90s that people know Uh, One of them, their first one, I can't think of off him right now, thankfully. Uh, It was pretty good. They played it out, but it was pretty good. Uh, Their next song, which somehow became, I don't know if it was a hit or if it was just well-known, but their next song was called Jumper. Uh, It was about uh, some gay friend of the lead singers who killed himself. Uh, Sad story. Um... What's even sadder is that that song came out of this story, because uh, I feel like I'd kill myself twice if I found out someone wrote that piece of shit about me. It is—it is one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. Jumper, if you've never heard it, count yourself lucky. Don't look it up. It's a piece of shit. Anyway, Third Eye Blind, for some reason, was hired by a section of the Republican Party for the Republican National Convention. There was some sort of charity event that they were doing. <coughs> and uh, they um, so they hired Third Eye Blind um, which they should be completely regretful of because it means they have shitty taste in music and yes I know uh, I get into people with it all the time about the shitty taste in music thing and how it's not really a thing and it just makes you an asshole but I'm riled so fuck off again fuck off anyway Third Eye Blind, shitty band shitty music, anyway uh so uh, Third Eye Blind accepts this invitation to play at the charity event. <coughs> I have asthma by the way. That's why I keep coughing. Apologies. Uh they accepted the invitation and uh they go to play at the event and when they get up there uh the lead singer starts going off on some kind of rant about the Republican party and uh how they treat gay people and all this bullshit. Um. And uh, they also said something about uh, raise your hand if you believe in science. Raise your hand if you believe in science. Okay. So a couple things. Number one, um, I don't care where you stand on the Republican Party's uh, definitions and uh, stance on. Uh, U U I A P or whatever the fuck they call themselves. Yes, the acronym is that fucking long now. Most of it's made up. <coughs> um, I don't know if the lead singer of Third Eye Blind was referring to their stance on not letting transgender people into the women's bathroom, uh, which has somehow become transphobic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a whole separate, you know, can of worms. But uh, I don't care where you stand on that. Uh, fuck those guys. Uh, it's trashy behavior. It is trashy. If, you know, I'm not big on a lot of uh, policies of Islam. But if I went to a school filled with Muslim kids and started telling them how the Quran is evil and how they should reject the Quran, would you say I was brave? Would you say, oh, that's awesome? Or would you say that's trashing your piece of shit personally as much as i'm against uh, a lot of the teachings of the koran uh, i'd say that's pretty trashy <coughs> it's pretty fucked up to go to someone's neighborhood uh... when you were invited there for a job and to shit on their porch um, it makes you a piece of shit and i don't care where you stand on their politics fuck their politics they're shitty people and by the way it's fucking third eye blind what the fuck do they know about the republican party or politics in general fuck those douchebags um it's it's kind of hard yeah i know talking about civility and i'm just cursing uh rampantly but i'm pissed off you know i'm it's 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 really hard to make this world a better place when you act like a shitty human being you know, you can pat yourself on the dick and say, hey, I'm a good guy. I'm one of the good guys. I'm, do- I'm, I'm taking care of the bad guys. I'm calling them out. Uh, no, you're not. You're not a good guy. You're a piece of shit. If you want to convince people to believe the things that you believe, whether they be right or wrong, uh, you actually have to act like a decent human being. Being a dickhead doesn't make you a better person. I don't know why anyone would think that it does but for some reason that is how that that is the world that we live in now where we excuse bad behavior because we like the person hey you know what i'm a huge fan of bill cosby he he was an awesome comedian and he was uh he had an amazing message about quit blaming other people for your problems and actually go out and work hard and do well for yourself Sasma's <coughs> really killing me anyway uh, he 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 had an amazing message. He was an amazing comedian. I love Bill Cosby, but he raped a bunch of fucking women. He raped a lot of women, so uh, guess what? Fuck Bill Cosby. It sucks. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy saying it, but he was a shitty human being, and he's going to be treated as a shitty human being. And uh, apparently, he's blind now and quote-unquote suffering in his own personal hell. well good. The women that raped weren't b they weren't blind. Anyway, off topic, but I think you I think you get where I'm going. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of people justifying it and, and and guess what? I'm gonna fucking go out and say it. It's mostly people on the left who say shit like this. Like, oh it's okay, it's 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 okay that, that this person's uh, a racist. They're in the left. <coughs> They're liberal. They don't really mean it. No, they made a racist joke. There was some shit about the fucking uh, cunt in uh, Ghostbusters who played a fucking... Leslie Jones is her name. Fucking super racist character. I don't care if she's black. She played a fucking racist stereotype about black women. (coughs) The movie treats her fucking racist by making all the white women scientists and making her a fucking uh, attendant at a fucking subway station. That movie was racist as fuck, but guess what? Uh, you know she got into it with with uh, a, a conservative gay man who called her out and said her her character was shitty and the the movie is racist, and she got upset and he got banned. I forget where I was going with this. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm all over the place. I'm just pissed off. Uh, I completely forgot my point. I'm just gonna skip it. Point is the way people behave oh it was something about like how they excuse fucking uh liberals for for their shitty behavior but if you're on the if you're on the right and you do something even slightly out of line hey you should lose your job you should be banned fuck that even if you did something wrong no one be they left right independent whatever should ever lose their job for doing something kind of dumb it shouldn't happen uh not not in the america that i grew up in the America that we live in now, uh, America that actually does—and this is an appropriate use of the word—actually does have fascism as the name of the the game. You know, like that's that's the America we live in now, where you you do something that's not politically correct, and they they will try to slaughter your ass. They will fucking come after you. I fucking you know what? You know why I really hope the Metal Hand of God podcast takes off. I want them to hear the shit I say. I want them to hear me making comments about being racist. Because the the reason I say it all the time is because I want them to be pissed off. I want you to be fucking livid. Come after me. Use the word racist. Use the word sexist. Fuck you. I will fucking go all night. I'm sick of this shit. Now enjoy this fucking episode. And I hope we get back to doing more regular episodes. And, I mean, this might be a new episode. I don't know. I'm working on it. It might, be, it might be classic. But you should enjoy the classics. Don't you like classical? Are you a racist? That's right. If you, I'm saying it now. If you don't like the Metal Hand of God podcast, you're a racist. Fuck you. I'm out. Okay, so actually, you got a twofer, because I forgot the second part of my list. And this is a big one with me. This is one that comes up pretty often. I may have actually even done it on the fucking show before, and I don't care, because I'm ready to go. I'm ready to kick some ass. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so uh, I mentioned earlier that one of the things Sir Dye Blind said is raise your hand if you believe in science. So, as I've said many times, That's not what science means, asshole. You can't believe in science. It is not a thing to believe in. Science is our ongoing explanation of the universe and how it works. The key word there is ongoing. Science is not based on facts or doctrines. It is based on our current knowledge pool. Facts is a word that has a meaning, as does science. It is a fact, for instance, that I am in a van right now driving. That is a fact that is indisputable. Often things in science are disputable. That's why we continue to study those fields, dickhead. When you say, I believe in science, it's your fuckhole way of trying to be an arrogant prick and telling people that you think you're smarter than them. Except you're not, because you don't know what the fuck science means. That's not what science means, asshole. Ah, I hate people. Anyway, when, if, if you actually knew anything. Let's take, for example, when people say that if you don't believe in climate change, that you are anti-science. Well, for one thing, a vital part of science is called skepticism. It is important to question things. If you do not question things it is not science it is dogma it is religion now I'm not bashing religion but religion and science are two different things they approach uh, two different aspects to the universe in any case skepticism is important there's a lot of skepticism to be had with and by the way it's not climate change it's mad made climate change there is no question that the climate changes. It is fucking retarded to think that the climate doesn't change. Everyone knows that. That is not in dispute. What is in dispute is whether or not the effect that human beings have on the world changes the climate and affects the the, the overall weather systems. That is in dispute. It is not conclusive. It is not science fact. Now, you can say that you have read the evidence and that you believe it. That's fine, still doesn't make it fact. It is in dispute. And without skepticism, we don't have science. Without skepticism, what we have instead is, oh, well, let let me just just explain what we have. What we have is a flat earth. At one point, it was scientifically accurate that the earth was flat. It wasn't true, it wasn't fact. But, I mean, look out. (coughs) The world appears to be flat from our perspective. That wasn't stupidity. It was our understanding based on our current knowledge pool. That was science fact. However, it was not true. That is what you get when you don't have skepticism. You have a flat earth. When someone says that we need to do something about climate change, well, that's fine. What do you want to do? Do you want to shut down all industry? Do you want to stop driving your car? Do you want to stop flying? You don't? You still do those things? I guess you don't believe in climate change, asshole. See, when you believe in something, when you believe in science, it's not just a bunch of words. It's something that you have to actually act on and use in the world. So that's my little rant. And if you're one of those people who believes in science and you're mad about this, fuck you. Fuck you up the ass. Don't care. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Listen to the MHRG podcast. Or you're a transphobic, racist um, person who eats hummus. That might actually be true. Some of you might actually eat hummus. I don't know. Fuck you. I'm out. Comment says, with butt lightning, bitch? And we're back.
1: Welcome back to the MHOG Podcast. That's the the god podcast i'm your host wade and these gentlemen are uh well Bob you Adam. Uh, no what? No. Adam? no who am i one
0: and only Cuddle bear. Well, oh, I thought we were bringing this back, dude. What the uh, fuck? Bringing it back if you don't? No, I think it's still good. I'm trying. I'm trying to look. You know. My ego is broken.
2: Why don't Why don't we re- give him a new by, name?
0: By a dirty whore? No, no, God no. <laughs> All right, I'll be Cuddle Bear, but that really has to. Well, I,
1: I just want to help. I know. Oh. You. Oh, I know. And of course, everybody's favorite uncle.
0: I'm the rum guy. That's right uncle the rum guy oh yeah so what's on on fellers oh you know hot
1: yes it's too fucking hot dude it's a
0: lot of hot i rode my motorcycle today because i needed to take it out and uh did you get it lunch huh did you buy it lunch no, I bought myself uh, an Auntie Anne's pretzel, which is all I've eaten today. But oh wow, no, no, but I took it out, and good God, it was so so hot. Like I, I wanted to take it out further, and you know, put it through its paces, and it's just like no. Well, people don't realize when you're riding a bike how much heat's coming off that bitch. Oh yeah, dude. Whew. I'm gonna be honest with you, the heat from the bike ain't nothing. It's it's just like the Louisiana. from the. Paper. Yeah, it's it, it's really really hot, right? It's probably like one hundred and two, one hundred three today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was it was pretty bad here. It was rough. So and
2: then it rained and I lost power. Awesome. Man. Yeah, it was good
0: times. So that seems to happen a lot where you're from.
2: Well, you know, you've been in Savannah. And, no, you weren't here when it rained. I
0: was. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like no. So I mean, when we get when we <laughs> that get was punished, actually right? in a recent episode or Re, uh, a vault episode.
1: Yeah, it uh, was. It was the episode that we pulled out of the vault. It was uh, on there. That was, it was pretty uh, funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, when
2: it rains, no joke, it pours, and uh, it, it, it. We're we're below sea level here, so when it, I mean we get a lot of flooding. So of course they, they you know get a lot of winds and we lose power. So that's just what happens. Right. Uh, that's, I mean, yeah. generators. Everybody's got one
0: except for like me, you know. Because <laughs> you prefer to like uh, build a furnace and like shovel coal this, no. into it.
2: Yeah, I do that. Yeah, that's what I did when I was
0: a kid. You know. I'm not even a little bit shocked. No, not at all.
2: Nope. That's how we heated the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I didn't come from money. I didn't. I didn't come from money. Uh, I, yeah.
0: I didn't, I didn't come from modern times with electricity and
1: <laughs> heaters. I just made it.
0: I had to make my own oil candles. y'all <laughs> <laughs> well, did it like huh? <laughs> We go, no, it I, I, you go, we take the Bro, fat. Did you, did you have, did, you, did each room have like those old lamps like Ben Franklin used to use hanging from the ceiling?
1: <laughs>
0: and did, did you refer to your mother?
1: <laughs> Hello, mother. Mother, mother, can you? Can as, you, as, like can them, man,
2: you said that the the we had a more, chandelier in the living room, that actually was an, an oil chandelier. You had to fill it with oil and I'm, light
1: not, say, no, I'm not saying fire hazard at all, but fire hazard. Mm. Well, that's
0: that was no. That uh, sounds too simple. No, I I envision rum on a ladder pouring oil into a chandelier, and at some point the ladder kind of falls out from under him, and he's, he latches onto the chandelier, and the chandelier swinging from side to side, and the ceiling cracking. My mother
2: mother fell off and and broke her ribs doing that.
0: Way to kill the humor in that story, Ron. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) great.
1: (laughs) Good good times, Ron. Good times.
2: No, but I mean, the house I grew up in was almost almost 200 years old. Um, No, we weren't the original owners. Um, Just want to get that out there before somebody else says something. But uh, yeah, it was a nice house, big old farmhouse, man. It was it was cool. Looked like something out of a horror movie. But Did not until you play. got
1: there though. Like American Gothic or some shit.
2: It was it was you know, it was a spooky fucking place to grow up, man. Middle of nowhere, big farmhouse, lots of stone fence. The only friend
1: The
0: only friend he ever had. He drove crazy. We need to call Matt Fraser <laughs> and pitch pitch him to pitch. That guy who does American Gothic. The, the next season will be called American Gothic. The Rum House.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. It's presented uh, by Metal Hand of God Podcast. An ex- uh,
2: and it's hosted ex- ex-
0: by Matt Fraser.
2: It's not there anymore. It caught fire. It burned down. We can
0: build another one. I'm, not, the, I'm yeah. not surprised it caught fire. Chandelier. Yeah.
2: No, it didn't catch fire because of the chandelier. It uh, was another reason.
0: Lightning struck it four times in a row.
1: No, Rum set it on fire. They're...
2: There was an accident. There. See,
0: I told you. I knew. I <laughs> but, knew. So we we built we,
2: we, we had another house built uh, on the property next to it. it was you destroyed a
0: two hundred year old house. I don't want to. <laughs> what? Was, the...
2: it... you know I have pictures. It's a good. It was a nice in, house. In a
0: way, it's worse than setting cows on fire. <laughs> yeah,
1: because <laughs> at least the cow was probably only like.
2: Well, that, that's what I'm not telling you. The, the cow was fire on fire. Ran into the house. No, he it didn't. It, that's 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 false but because you, know, you
0: set the cow on fire you get steak. i didn't
2: catch the cow on fire on purpose i was trying to keep the bugs off because when, when you're outside they always tell you well you don't you don't go outside very often so you wouldn't know when you're out in the woods if you're getting covered in a lot of ticks and stuff you're supposed to put diesel fuel on you and it, it drop makes ticks drop off so you, you're walking through there and it keeps the bugs away and you're not getting bit up with ticks so i thought well fuck the Cows like swatting itself, and it was really buggy that summer. So I was like, "Fuck! I'll just put
0: some diesel fuel on them." <laughs> Rum, what kind of horseshit survivalist training goes on in Pennsylvania? <laughs> that works, dude. But th- there's more ways to like prevent insects than yeah, but pouring, you don't like pouring an incredibly flammable liquid. Where on are you going
2: to find a virgin in the middle of fucking nowhere to sacrifice? You got to fucking. Cover yourself in D. Y'all didn't have, like, a Cracker Barrel or
0: something? Like, Dude, Cracker Barrel, really? Well, like, you know, the original. This asked for Cracker Barrel. The, the original, the original like, Cracker Barrels, like, like in the Old West. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just um, saying.
2: We didn't have anything. Dude, that was, like, from. Uh, I'm sorry.
0: They used to call them. Gener- Did you have a general store? There you go.
2: No, not not where I was at. I'd have to go into West Sunbury to a general store, which would be from uh, Adam's house to uh, oh fuck, I don't know uh, the I don't know the airport. Okay, that's not too far. It is when you have no transportation but a bicycle. Hey, hey, you had that hoverboard? <laughs> don't give me no shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, my hoverboard. My um, piece of country. <laughs> I actually don't think that would be, uh, I mean, especially if it's not in the city, I don't think that would be that bad a ride on a bicycle.
2: Uh, it was on a fucking mountain, dude. You had to go up and down mountains on dirt roads with boulders in the Oh, for of-
0: God's sake. Then maybe y'all should have lived in hospitable countryside.
2: <laughs> 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 I mean, when my first time, first time uh, friends of mine came out to my house that were from uh, an area called Newcastle, which... It's a more inner city type area. Like, he, yeah, we'll he grown a house. beard
0: by the time he got to your house.
2: Well, he he, he pulls. Here I hear the vehicle coming because I heard the music, you know. And there's it's not like a, there's no, no noise except for animal noises and noises of nature out where I was at. So I heard it coming down the road and coming down the road and, and it drove past. I saw it and you could in the road went front of the property. I watched this vehicle go the whole way down acres and acres and acres. And then it got towards the end of the pride and it stopped. I saw taillights and then backed up, turned around, came back and it found my driveway, pulled in. was like, holy shit, I thought the fucking Indians were going to coming out any second. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, it's just, you know, I'm out here. The country. Because I'm simple folk.
1: <laughs> you know, it was just me and the Amish kids. Uh-huh. Except the Amish kids knew how to build things and not set cows on fire. I knew how to build shit. Yeah, uh-huh. Shit. All sorts of stuff.
2: <laughs> you have fires with cows. And, you know, it's just, you know, what you do.
0: And houses. Well, let us move on. <laughs> oh, man. Um,
1: so, we we had a uh, a comedy show Friday night.
0: Yeah, I bombed. No, you didn't. Y- yeah, I kind of did. No, you had some
1: funny stuff, man. It, Rum, do you hear this voice?
0: No, you you you're using Rum's lying voice. No, no, I, I, was, I promise you didn't. You i I did just I did laugh.
1: At Dude, you me.
0: know I know I bombed when I got at the stage. Uh, people came up to me and kind of gave me a slow like pat on the back, like it's okay, slugger. <laughs> what what what
2: what part of it bombed? Give me give me. Give me I, pretty yeah, much all the, of it.
0: Actually, at the end, like I had a few more jokes and i'm like uh, all right whatever <laughs> let's, just, let's just do this
2: and maybe your humor is different when you're on stage trying maybe you're more of the chevy chase of humor I mean, you just need to fall down a lot
0: i'm pretty sure that's your form of humor <laughs> maybe you should stand up there and just wet yourself no, Adam, i
1: swear dude I, I did laugh at some of the things you said i wasn't being i'm not being you
0: know you, give me give me an, an know, example please. of a joke
2: give me an example of a joke
0: Rum, you can't, you can't like displace jokes like that and just like, oh, I'm gonna tell, yeah, I'll just tell them. Yeah, right. yeah, plastic. Yeah, <laughs> That's not how they work, dude. No, I'm,
2: I'm putting you in the moment right now. All right, just close your eyes. Now you're there. People are like, ah, there's revelry. Everybody's drinking, having a good time. All did of a you sudden, say hey, there's
0: revelry. He did because he's Is old. This the Boy Scouts? What? <laughs> uh,
2: anyway. Give me the joke.
0: Give me something. Give me a topic. We're what we're was the topic? We're not remotely doing this, but I did bomb. And um Unfortunately, I felt like it kind of set the room down, and uh, it, Gina Gomez had to kind of back clean up, uh, so I felt bad for her. Like, I felt like I kind of let her down, but uh, it picked up as, as the show went on. I'll well, tell you
2: what. You're letting me down right now for not giving me a joke. I'm okay with that. So. <laughs>
0: No, but, uh, but it picked up as the night got on. Like, it was a little bit of a rough start. And,
1: uh, yeah. That's good. It late. It uh, was
0: a decent crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had about, I guess, 30,
1: 35
2: people, yeah, maybe. That was oh, so, cool. so, you, so you bombed with a decent crowd. That's got to suck. Yeah, it
0: did. Thanks for –
1: <laughs> a bit of salt into the wounds there, asshole. That's what you about uh, giving me a joke. Go <laughs> so burn down another
0: house. You sound like an old miser. That's how you get that. You <laughs> your joke. You're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Go get picking some red beans. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, uh, what's this cookie from the fucking Western? That's who I was trying to think of. Uh, <laughs> I got some good old beans here. It's some. some- Anyway, uh, Trey, Trey Romero did really well, and that dude, uh, you know, he's really he's, funny. Well, he's also very educated about comedy. Um, no one likes a smartass. <laughs> what?
1: Keep on going, Adam.
0: I do a Hold your back. I'm at a loss for words. Um. Anyway, he's very he he's very uh he's very sp- Specific opinions about comedy and how it works and all that. Like he's got, cool. he's got a little uh, more to him than just jokes. And uh, I was very nice. impressed.
2: So he's got different layers. That's cool. You almost need that as a comedian, I would think. He's an onion.
0: <laughs> he's an onion. Yep, we peeled him open yeah. at the end of the night, and we had him for dinner.
2: Awesome.
0: Oh, I saw Oh yeah, party of four. Dumber, party of four. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, he was supposed to be on this episode, but. Um, we, we obviously, we had to, well, there was that, and we had to record late, and so, you know, but we'll get them on soon, and, uh, he also, um, we now have two stand-ups who'd like us to book them places, so, uh, you know, we haven't talked to him about this formally, but, you know, I'm thinking maybe we should see about maybe him and Kyle just send the two of them on the road together. Yeah, that'd be cool. And if there's anybody else, any other stand-ups who listen to this, I do not. Are you I'm
2: thinking sure. about just giving them cab fare and say go? No,
0: <laughs> no. Well, how they get there is up to them. We'll just book them places. <laughs> well, you're actually gonna book them? I thought we yeah, just yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. We'll hey, let's all get together and I leave. You
1: know, Some New Orleans into another place. You know, right, right. Darn So we um. to <laughs> send them through the wardrobe.
0: Then uh, we had James Cusamano.
1: Yes. Um,
0: and I feel like he's got uh, a few fans there now.
1: Yeah, he does. He actually he does. That's really yeah. cool. He's a really nice dude, too, man. He was uh, uh, he was talking to me, and uh, he asked if uh, we wanted uh, some opinions on some um, promotion stuff. So I was like, yeah, because he books shows as well. So
0: sure.
1: he's going to hit me up, and we're going to talk some promotion for the next couple shows.
0: Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, like help with uh there's there's, there's conversation
2: adam it's when it's when the grown-ups are talking
0: oh really how do you how did you find out about that (laughs) (laughs) no he just wants
1: you know to help do with promotion that's all like what no
0: i I appreciate that i was having a I was actually having a long conversation with adam about and then probably shouldn't say this but screw it this is the kind of show we are we were talking about um, putting on shows, not just us, but a lot of bands because you know Adam Adam the engineer from audio entertainment yeah. who, who does the sound. I'm, I'm telling really more the audience than, than you guys because y'all have both met him. Um, but you know he deals a lot with with musicians and a you know, little bit comedians really more because of us because he, he mostly operates out of Metairie.
1: but we're right. just
0: talking about like there's only so much you can do as a promoter unless you have money. You know, and right. like if you've got money, yeah, okay. The promoter can kind of handle everything. We don't, and most most promoter local promoters don't. So it's 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 important for us to do it, but it's also important for the acts to do it. You know, and oh, yeah,
1: dude, it's always important for the acts to do it. If the acts don't promote, it's, like, it's got to be a
0: symbiotic relationship. We, right?
1: can't, uh, we can't promote to your target audience? Whoever's following you is not following us. Per se, so you need to promote your own shows. right? I just
2: want to point out how many large words were just used in less than a minute and a half.
1: That's awesome.
2: Pretty awesome,
0: right? <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, no, but uh, the, the, some of the like prima donnas will say stuff like, uh, "Well, they should have uh, spent some money and got you know bought some radio ads." And it's like, number one, if your target audience like like if it's a metal show. What radio station are we going to go to that's going to cater to our audience? Number two, radio ads are not cheap. Like, I mean, not locally anyway. Right, not cheap at all. So unless you want us to keep all of the take, <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. I'm not, like, yeah, calling you know, anybody if out.
1: you us to pay y'all, well, that's fine, but, you know.
0: Uh, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying, like, the shows that have done the best have usually been because – the performers also, and I'm not saying like every day you got to be on it, you know, but every day you're shuffling. Oh God. Anyway, but, uh, but no, we're just talking about that. And it's, it's just, it's, it's difficult to promote in this day and age, unless you, you got capital. So, uh, anything somebody can do to help us or show us or, and, you know, and the thing is that bugs me is we're always quick to do that for other people. Um, I can I can say this pretty easily. We do more to help other people promote their stuff that has nothing to do with us by at least a factor of ten than anybody does for us, and we don't complain about it. But it's true. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, oh, know, you know it's true.
1: We push for everything that's on our shows, always,
0: always a lot.
2: We respect everybody who, who's doing what they're doing, you know, and it's you know it's just what we're here for to help out. <laughs> Being serious,
1: yeah, I know it's true. You know, I think I think it's a good thing.
2: Apparently, Adam doesn't share that opinion. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. I don't.
0: I do not.
1: He's like fuck everybody.
0: No, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm just saying it's 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 a little frustrating. So yeah, if he wants to,
1: yeah, that's what i was saying. It's a lot frustrating actually, but I, I uh, it is what it is, dude.
0: We also, um, so after James Cusimano, Matt Owens. Uh, who, by the way, so, so we had Matt Owens on the show uh, – this was weeks ago now, huh?
1: Oh, this was a long time. This was before uh, the show
0: with uh, Dry Socket, when we had the Dry Socket. Right, right, right. So yeah. this was at least a month and a half ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, we had him on the show, and I, for some reason, thought he was like younger than us. No, he's an old dude, man. Yeah, he's well. I don't want to be. Well, yeah, he is, but I don't want to be. I mean, he's an older dude, right? Yeah. Right, right. right. But right. when he showed up, I was talking to James Cusumano. I was like, "Yeah, I don't know when. Uh, I don't know when Matt Owens is getting here." And he's like, he, "He's like, oh, he just walked in, and the guy's to my right." And I was like, "The guy who looks like Chris Elliott? <laughs> he does. He looks like Chris Elliott with a much better head of hair. Yeah, yeah. You know, and to be fair, he he has bits about that where he talks. I don't want to." reveal on but he talks a little bit about Who, the people he, like he resembles. Him. And, uh, but yes, it's funny. he had been watching the audience and he was just like, alright, we're gonna change this. So, I don't wanna... Well, I guess we can talk about what he did because that's not a regular bit that he does.
1: Uh, he's posting it online,
0: though. Okay, well, I mean, it's not going to hurt anything, but he basically – he said, I'm going to – I've been watching you guys as an audience, and I think uh, you need to learn a few things. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to teach you all how to be a proper audience. And um, I was really impressed with – he uh, – you know, we had talked to Ted Alexandro about experience, and I don't remember how long Matt Owens has been doing comedy. I don't even know if he told us, to tell you the truth. But, I think so. But you can tell that he's got experience because of the way he knows n- – he has the confidence to know that you don't have to keep doing jokes every second, and you can kind of let things breathe and stuff like that, right, and just right, right, tell right. your story. Yeah, because some of the bits
1: he had, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, well, there was one where he was laying on the ground, and <laughs> he was I was like. on the floor, that was funny. And the the audience kind of looked at him like, wait, what, 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 what you doing, <laughs> hold on, you're, you're laying on the ground, like, aren't you supposed to be making us laugh? And he was like, nope, I'll get to it when I feel like it. It was awesome. So I was very <laughs> impressed with Matt Owens. I really thought uh, he he did something special. Uh, thankfully, he went on last because I um I was trying uh, apparently shining a, a, a stand up, which um, shining is when you you give them the spotlight, like a little like flashlight to let them know that they only have a couple minutes left. Right to finish up. And uh, I had to give it to him like three times because apparently he didn't see it. So, which I, I, I attribute more to me than than him. Uh, so, um, But yeah, uh, overall, pretty good show. and I'm glad it went well. Uh, one thing that did make me laugh, and I don't want this to be a trend where we make fun of younger musicians, but uh, actually there's two things I want to talk about. So let me start with so Royalty, the band, who I do want to start off by saying is very talented. Yeah. I think uh, when they start talking about the song that they're about to play, it's a little unnecessary and kind of annoying. But the actual music sounded pretty good, and a uh, few people came up to us and was saying that. were saying that.
1: Yeah, they're a really good band.
0: However, so they showed up super late.
1: Well, actually, actually, what they did – I talked to the guitar player yesterday because I was like, look, dude, what the hell happened to you guys? Right. You know, I specifically said everybody needs to be there for 8.30, 8.45 to 9 o'clock. You and know, to be that,
0: fair to them, the comedians didn't hear that either, so –
1: Right, right. So what happened was they didn't hear it, and they, they had sent me a message uh, earlier in the week saying, hey, we're playing after the comedians, right? And I said, yeah. So I – they assumed that it would be okay to come a little later because, you know, so they could bring stuff in. So that's that was their, like, miscommunication. And I'll be fair like, to
0: them by saying they're very young, they're very yeah. new. and I was like, what?
1: I said, look, next
0: time just don't do
1: that, you know, don't let it
0: happen. Yeah, okay, because what happened was, now, again, they're new, and I don't think they've played Twist before. Most, no, that was their first time. Most musicians, when they're playing Twist, come in the back with their equipment. So they showed up late. While I want to say, I think Trey Romero was on stage. I think they came in Yeah, after, yeah. Trey was Trey was on us doing his set, yeah. and this was like around eleven o'clock. So they come in through the front, and well, that'd be awkward. the The bass player came in with his guitar strapped around, like not not in a case, like strapped around him as if he was playing through the uh, the ball. <laughs> and I looked at like there's a comedian on stage trying to keep people's attention, but I know all of a sudden like this kid walks through as if he's slash. And <laughs> it was it was like what the what are you what are you doing you know? And then they um they didn't make noise, but they were very busy. Like you could see them moving around behind the curtain and things <laughs> like that. It ended up it wasn't. Exactly a problem, but it was distracting.
2: I get you. Yeah,
0: I can yeah. see where that. Well, because it would be kind
2: of weird because usually that area front of the bar where they'd be rolling the stuff, a lot of people walking back and forth there too. So, so you'd have to go through the crowd to get to the back anyway. Right. You know? Right.
1: And the back okay. was always open. So right.
0: And I think somebody pointed that out to him by the because. They took a very long time to set up. Like they were moving around literally through the entire performance.
1: Yeah, they're they're uh, the reason they took a little bit longer than normal is because the uh, the guitar cabinet's wheel fell off. Well, <laughs> it sucks. So they had to have it re put on, and uh, Adam luckily went out there and helped them put it together because if not, the amplifier wouldn't stand. So that was <laughs> uh,
0: a- shoes. Right. Well, so there was there was a lot going on. Which, again, they're very young. Like, one of them was 17, and um, I'm guessing it, it was his mom, and I'm, I'm just going to go out and talk shit because this woman pissed me off. It might kinda, not be. Mad too. Might, huh? She kind of pissed me off, too. I don't know for a fact that this is his mom. This might just be a relative, but uh, there was a, uh, a woman who looked like she might be in her early 60s who was there. Who, as Matt Owens was playing. Now, bear in mind, the entire audience is is paying attention to Matt Owens because he was he 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 had them in his palm for for oh, a yeah. good for a good portion of his set. This so woman, like I'm in the back and I'm looking at the time and listening. This woman comes to the back and like leans in next to me and goes, "How many of these people are you going to put up there?" Until the band goes on, and when she said that, like there's certain moments in your life where somebody says something that's so rude that you don't quite process it. Like it takes your brain a second to go to kind of figure out what's going on. Because I don't. I mean, I guess unless you're just a generally rude, rude and abrasive person, I don't assume people are going to walk up to me and be an asshole. Right. And she so like. As my brain's sort of like putting things together, I was like, well, Madeline's—he's the this guy's the last comedian. And she goes, (sighs) okay. And she starts to walk off. And as as she's turning around, my brain went, oh, this bitch just like fucking basically told me I need to get them off the stage because she wants to see the band. Basically. And I tried to catch her attention. I started yelling, ma'am. You know, but she, she walked off. And I was like, I can make a scene right now. But I'm not going to. Like, it's not worth it. Like, what's it going to gain me? But um, if anyone knows that woman, if you want to tell her to go fuck herself, <laughs> please do. And if she'd like to come on the show, I'll tell her that on the Like, I couldn't, like, number one, the poster literally says... Four comics and yeah, one band. It's called Full Metal Comedy with special guests. It, it would be like if somebody went up to Lauren Michaels and was like, hey, you know that Saturday Night Live thing you have? Um, yeah, that's all good, but, uh, you know, that one musical performance that goes on for five minutes in the middle, that should really be the whole show, <laughs> you know, like it's <laughs> like, I couldn't, well, it's I, true
1: when it comes to Saturday night live, <laughs> but kind of t- so. it, it, it takes a lot facts. of nerve to do that though.
0: Yeah, I get it. She didn't want to be there and she was only there for her kid or whatever. The, then tell your kid you can't be in a band. I don't know what to tell you. Like, like don't that that is incredibly rude. Where you know, and and don't get me wrong. I also understand that the show went on late. But hey, guess well, what? The, what the band to, showed up late too. Yeah,
1: if they would have got there at the right time, maybe just maybe we would have got on the show a little bit earlier, and everybody would have been happy.
2: So well, that's the, that, that's the thing. I mean, if they were running late and they had to take all the extra time to set up, which if you get there early and set it up, it's done. Correct.
0: Well, it's also a thing where. When but. we have a when we have a bad show, which happens, it's not it's never really the performers, well, usually not the performers. It's often just like the crowds don't feel like coming out. But right, and it, when when we have a bad show and the energy's low, if somebody's kind of an ass, you almost get it. But when we're having a good show and this one person decided she was going to be a bitch. You
1: just want to punch him in the face and throw him out the back door. Right. I Except if I would have hit
0: her, she would have crumbled in the dust because she was really fucking old.
1: <laughs> I knew she shouldn't have been wearing what she was wearing.
0: I wasn't paying attention to what she was wearing. But it
1: was, it was one of those young the the older women that like to wear like the twenty year old's clothes. Oh really? Yeah.
0: No, I was yeah, I'm like, really? I was, was very annoyed with her. I was like, what is your deal, baby? Well, you should have said baby,
1: because then you should have really, been,
0: what? No, I should have I said toots, because she would have gotten that reference, because she's old. You should have said, look.
1: Really? Let Cuddle Bear show you the way.
0: It's not Cuddle Bear. Let, me, let Cuddle Bear show you the, 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 the back end of the door. It's heavy love. Oh, when I'm done with you, baby, you'll be telling people you fell down.
1: Wait, did you just call him heavy love?
0: I'm uh, trying to help him with a new name. Yeah, Rom. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: Heavy Love. That's terrible, Rom. <laughs> oh, well, well. That's like
0: Cuddle Bear. Oh, yeah. same thing. It's not even close. Yeah. It is. So apparently, Rom's in a mood.
2: <laughs> Squishy Kodiak.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the show. And it was fun.
1: I enjoyed it. Uh, Gene and Eddie came later after the show was over. That was uh, nice.
0: Well, no, they they had
1: <laughs> they were at a, um, a, a rap, rap party part. for uh, the this TV show he was working on. And before you well,
0: ask, Rome, W R A P party. I know what a rap party is. Okay, thank you.
1: So yeah, they were at a rap party for his uh, the TV show called Into the Badlands, which is coming out pretty soon on AMC. So there's a plug for that for Eddie. Cool. And a
2: good plug, not one of those weird ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, not a butt plug. I want those. It's hard to
2: fart. <laughs> if you do it, I'll take your word for it, Rome. It's a
1: dangerous projectile if you do. But it, was a, it, it. Was, it was a fun night, all in all, mm-hmm.
0: with everything. Cool, 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 cool. Did you uh, happen to go to the ZES show? I um, I did not. I was going to.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't get to either.
0: Well, you yeah, had your anniversary. You'd I'd still like it, to right. see them
2: play. I've I yet to see them. I've seen a couple YouTube clips. They're really
1: fun, dude. They're really good show. So, um,
0: what
1: well, I've seen, I well, like.
0: I was planning on going, and uh, I got a call from Tim Laddie. Well, I know
1: I saw the pictures. You got you got called. Well, up. then
0: why'd you ask if I went to the show?
1: Well, no, but I thought you went after. Is what I'm saying. Now, I didn't know. actually, We're what's funny
0: there. was I looked at Facebook when I got home, and I I actually could have gone. To the show because it seemed like so. You're a bad friend, basically. No, no. Well, I I assumed they were done. (laughs) Like I didn't get home till one thirty in the morning, and they apparently went on at one thirty in the morning. Oh wow, really? Right, or maybe because I know they do a halfway point in the show, so it's possible. They went on late. That was crazy. It's possible at the. Well, I only know because Allie said, you know, she was going back on. But, but she, again, it might have been the halfway point in the show. But either way, they were on pretty late. But by that time, I was home. My feet were killing me. And I was, you know, I was, I'd already, like, got, gotten into my jammies. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not leaving. I'm sorry. Uh, what kind of jammies? Um, You know, pictures of, of Prince Charming and... Uh, Sleeping Beauty or Prince, Prince Edward. Prince Valiant, right? Was
2: I, I, uh, I Charles. I saw jammies one time that had like sushi all over them.
1: They were pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. I, yeah. I think the ones I had on last night were uh, plaid. I didn't have any fancy. We should all wear jammies.
2: We We have. You know what? We will have a pajama party.
0: A pajama jammy jam. A pajama jammy jam.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should do that. We should set that up as a new show. Uh, we make jam. Pajama jammy jam. Get some uh, really
2: good uh, uh, hip-hop and rap performers. We'll do a pajama jam. Yeah, whenever you find
0: well,
1: hip-hop and rap performers, let us know.
0: Well, if uh, if Hannibal would ever, ever answer a message, maybe we could do that. I think that would be awesome. Fucking yeah. And you know what? Pajama jammy
2: jam is lost on an entire generation of people. Right. So
0: how's part A? Anyway.
1: I think we should do it.
0: I think we should awesome. do it, but... Uh, we'll add it it a- it to the, the long list that we basically have to start writing things down that we're, of things that we're doing. We do, because we have an awful long list. Well, instead of going to the ZES show at Twist, Tim Laddie convinced me to go with him downtown, which... Downtown. Here's the thing. So, as far as women... I want to meet a nice girl, and go out on a date, and something happens. Right. Cool. I'm not really a let's go out to the clubs and pick up chicks guy. I I mean some of that's confident issues, but I'm just oh. really not that guy. <laughs> I was
1: never that kind of guy either. What, uh, picking up really? chicks at bars. Yeah. Really? Like, like
0: yeah.
1: yeah I, you know, I, I've, I've seen
0: you do it. Well, yeah I know but I'm just saying I was never like it's not really what you want to do right right All right but he was like uh he had a he had a spare pass to the mechacon uh which mechacon at the end of the well it goes on to like four in the four in the morning and there's a rave and uh so he had a spare pass and he was like uh come on out with me actually let me let me do it come on bro mechacon bruh So much puss, come on, bro, 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 come on. So I was like, "Ah, I don't really want to do this, but like, let's do it. Well, no, no, there was always reluctance, but it's one of those things where, uh, as a depressed person, I know that you have to force yourself to do things that you don't want to do. Like, I'm not, I'm not currently like dealing with symptoms of depression. Whether I'm depressed or not, it's kind of hard for me to say because I'm always in sort of a weird malaise. But I'm not really,
2: huh? Weird mayonnaise, Mullays, bro. Oh, I thought you were some weird. There was there,
1: mayonnaise.
0: Was, a, there was another big word, bro. No, <laughs> anyway,
1: anyway podcast. Bitch.
0: Anyway, I'm not delicious bitches. Is like I'm, I'm. I haven't been really <laughs> introspective lately, but I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm not depressed. I'm not really dealing with anything right now. So, but still, like I, there's still those habits that you develop as as a person with chronic depression, where you know, like you sort of fight with yourself to go try new things. So I was like, eh, I, I don't want to, but just do it. You know, just put on some shoes and head out. So we went out to Mechacon, and I'd never been there before. Uh, Wayne, have you ever been to Mechacon? I have not.
1: I have not. I, I really, we were thinking about going this this year, but uh, we
0: changed our minds, so. Um, how can I put this? I don't like to make fun of people for their there hobbies. You. Uh, I get that people think I'm weird because, you know, I read comic books. I get it. These people were fucking weird. That was (laughs) fucking weird. Can you – if you gathered up every person with a social anxiety disorder (laughs) besides me in this city, they were there. Uh, In fact, at one point, like, Laddie was wearing a polo. And he was hitting on women. He's like, bro, I don't know what's, what's, what's the problem. And I looked at him and I said, well, dude, look around you. Like even – like there were some very attractive people there. There were some very unattractive people there. There were mostly really unattractive people there. But there were some very attractive young ladies there. And I said, dude, even the hot ones are people with severe social disorders. Like these people – What? You kind of – Shut up. I'm I'm talking. <laughs> like these people only really associate with, with other people who don't – who they feel don't fit into society. Who dress up like Pikachu. Oh, those were the not scary ones. Right. That's uh, what I'm saying. There was the, the, a, the I see pictures of the Pokemon girls. The, the Pokemon stuff, I don't get it, but like it's whatever. It's whatever. But uh, the people who are really into anime, I think they call themselves like otakus or something like that. Those, like, oh my god, those people are really into it, and it just, I kind of felt like, like, I think 20 minutes in, I was like, I'm pretty sure I have an STD, and I haven't touched a single person here. I, I feel, like, this feels dirty. It's like the world of furries all over you? There were definitely furries, and that's probably one of the pictures you saw. And uh, it was just, like, like, some of those people, I'm sure they're mostly very nice, but... Good God, like, I was just like, what's going on? I told him, I said, dude, you're dressed like, you're dressed like a guy who's going to go play backgammon somewhere, and these people, like, Dungeons & Dragons is is too mainstream for what they want to go do. Right, right,
1: they're all, like, these fucking, like, Attack on Titan characters and uh attack
0: on titan is at least somewhat mainstream there were plenty of things there that i had no idea what was going on uh one big thing that i i've heard about i think it's on nickelodeon called steven universe i don't know if y'all have heard of that but that was everywhere i don't i mean look nothing against these people but no desire to ever do that again uh but i did have a good time uh, so there's some kind of japanese candy called pocky have y'all heard of this yeah
1: is it the the candy on the stick
0: yeah, it's yeah. like little like graham looks cracker like, sticks with with or
1: pretzels or something like that covered with chocolate or some
0: kind of yeah, butter. it's something yeah. like that. And it comes, it looks like a box of long cigarettes. Yeah, and apparently the otakus are really into this stuff because he's like, bro, I got some pocky on me, dude. We're gonna get, we're gonna get laid." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Bruh, you you <laughs> don't know, bro. Pocky, dude. It's dude. It's like cocaine for these 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 bitches." And I'm like, uh, okay, so you're saying we're going to be two old men wandering around <laughs> offering teenage girls candy to get in our pants? What? That is awesome! <laughs> so he's walking around with Pocky, like a box of Pocky, and he's just like, what's up? I got some Pocky. Okay, if your child is into, like, anime and stuff like that, please make sure they know better than to take candies from strangers because this shit did work he actually at one point he just uh like I I told him like dude you're wearing a polo and like these people aren't going to respond to that so he's like alright I got a proto men t-shirt so he puts on like a t-shirt for uh this band called proto men and then puts on his baseball cap backwards and he's walking around and he's like what's up I'm a, I'm just another Mechacon kid my parents don't understand me so that's why I come to Mechacon want some Pocky <laughs> And, uh, and it worked to some degree. So at some point he was just trolling people. Like he would, like we walked into the video game room and there's like kids playing Mortal Kombat X or something like that. And he's just like, what's up? Y'all play that game. They're like, yeah. He's like, I like to play that game to, to like unwind. Cause you know, sometimes my parents, they just don't understand. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like my parents just don't understand, you know. So I'm just, you know, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just another mechacon kid like you. you know? I was like, dude, have you ever seen the movie Never Been Kissed? <laughs>
1: That's so him.
0: <laughs> I was like, dude, like I'm waiting for one of these kids to turn around and go narc. <laughs> <But laughs> then at some point, it just evolved into him yelling, "Yo, mechacon kid!
2: <laughs> Yo, mechacon kid!" <laughs>
0: And then, like, we're, we we finally go downstairs for the rave, and uh, Bagnetto was and his new wife Tammy were meeting us out. Nice. I hope, I'm pretty sure her name's with Tammy. I hope so, but they don't listen to this show, so either way, so so they 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 wanted to come out and see the rave because they'd n- never done the rave before, apparently, uh, or maybe Bagnetto had and she hadn't. But so we're waiting, and it's like easily like a thousand kids piling in, like in this line. And they start high-fiving each other in costume. They're just like, yeah, yeah, like, Mechacon, Mechacon. And Laddie's just standing there going, Mechacon kid, I got Pocky. (laughs) 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 And they're like, yeah, Mechacon kid, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck, dude? It's so weird. And I'm just laughing. I'm just like, you know. Oh, and then he kept doing this to me, which I I can't stand. And he does it on purpose because he's a dick. Uh, we walk past like some weirdo or another, some some chicks. He would be like, "What's up? You met my friend Buck Adam?" Now it doesn't matter if the girl was 14 or if she was 50. Like he would just be "What's <laughs> up? You met my, my friend Buck Adam?" I was just like, "Oh, you dick!" And some of the girls would just like. One of them, I swear to God, turned and gave me a look like, ugh. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Believe me, I'm thinking the same thing. that's definitely reciprocation on that, that emotion. <laughs> you judging me. Like, well, you don't even want to know what I'm thinking about you. Anyway. And Buck Adam. <laughs> mecha Kai kid. Yeah, mecha God kid. <laughs> I'm gonna start yelling that at him. Like, <laughs> I might, I might change his name in my phone from Risky Business to Mechacon Kid. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, next time
1: I see him, I'll make sure I go find some of that pocky somewhere and fucking say, "Hey bro, I got some pocky. You want some?"
0: Yeah, he, uh, then he he will take you up on it. Uh, but we went into the rave. The uh, you know Bagneto showed up. Oh, this was good. So we went outside to meet them. I swear to God, there's five kids. One has a guitar and they're singing "Free Bird." Oh my God! I swear to God, I was like, "That just happened!" Oh, and then before the rave, <laughs> there was this awful, awful J-pop band. J-pop, <laughs> yeah, Japanese pop. Oh, okay, I gotcha. gotcha.
1: Uh, it was a little off, but that 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 slang there, bro.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I just well, I mean, are you, sorry, you, you, kid, i sorry,
1: Ekacon kid. I didn't know.
0: Ekacon kid. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I walk into. <laughs> Uh, we walk into the, the, the main like ballroom, and this J-pop band's playing, and they're all very pretty girls, but good God, were they awful? It was so bad. Like, there's it's never been more evident how sexist our society is, where, like, you can have no talent whatsoever and be super hot, and or, or even, well, in this case, just vaguely hot, you know, and people are just like, yeah, you're awesome. No, they weren't. They were terrible. And as we were leaving, one of them goes, this next song is called I am the new black. You know, like the oranges is new black. Have you, you know that show? Have you seen that show? Oranges? Do you get it? I was like, what is I going am the on?
1: New black.
0: I was like, what is going on? And then we saw two of them later and we were yelling like, Hey, your bad was awesome. And do you know this constant even bother to look around? Like they were superstars, either that, or they knew they weren't awesome. So they assumed we were talking to somebody else. Which, actually, that might be more likely. So... Uh, well, they didn't speak English. Hey, now you're just being racist. That's
1: just hey, I don't know. There was a new
0: black. So. Sorry. Um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> you haven't even, like, made a, a whisper. Um, well, you told me not to talk, so I... I, I, think <laughs> I just, uh, oh, he's been holding on to that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so we went, uh, we went to the rave for about an hour... I will say the rave was pretty awesome. However, I accidentally made fun of a retarded kid. Yeah. If y'all saw, there's a picture of me online right now of me posing with a kid in a really horrible Sonic the Hedgehog full body outfit.
1: Uh, Yes, I like that one because it's so a sonic boom on it.
0: Yeah, so the kid, we, we had Laddie took the picture and then the kid says something to me. I'm like, huh? He says it again I'm like, uh, what what? And then his mother slash handler says he was just saying thank you for taking the picture with him. And I was like, Oh my god, I just made fun of a retarded person. Oh, I feel horrible. I'm still posting this on Instagram, <laughs> but I feel horrible. I, <laughs> I did participate in a dance off. Yes! Unlike Rum, I put in some effort. <laughs> All right, Rom, you can talk now. Come on. <laughs> All right, we're doing this then. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I don't even know what happened. I, I think he's still mad because I told him to shut up. Oh, okay, okay. Actually, you know what? He might have just walked off to get a drink. That's possible too. That's possible too. Well, in any case, uh, no, I participated did in dance the dance-off.
1: Did you win the dance-off?
0: Uh, there weren't really winners uh, the, like a couple times during the night this happened like four or five times people would just form a circle and show off and there was a bunch of like break dancers and stuff like that and uh, so I walked in like threw my hands in the air did the circle and then threw myself on the ground and started doing sit-ups and then jumped <laughs> and went oh yeah and then somebody high-fived me believe it or not <laughs> that's fucking awesome so uh, the rave actually was genuinely entertaining but by that time I was super tired I'm back <laughs> And there he is the rum guy everybody all right well that was the, end of the story anyway but it was it was inter- it was interesting I do not okay if somebody wants to get me a pass n- next year on Saturday I'll go to the rave I don't want to be there for we, we went I think we got there at like six and the rave went on or maybe it was seven the rave went on at 11 we were there till one I mean my feet were killing me it just it, like I said, I, and I didn't know that many people there. I saw Robbie Musso, who's... Yeah, I saw that. That was cool. Yeah, Robbie, uh, for you folks who don't know, is... Well, he mostly designs Transformer toys, but occasionally he'll do uh, in, a fill-in issue in the comic book series. Uh, I think he's done three or four of them, and uh, I could, could be more. I know he's he did... Also, he's also done... Um, Speed Racer. He did Speed that. Racer, yeah. Speed Racer. Uh, and, um, uh, but one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He really is, like, genuine. And when I say nice guys, I don't mean, like, you know, like, Rum's a nice guy. Robbie is, like, Little House on the Prairie. Like, he's not... He's a really nice dude. Like, at some point, like, he's talking to us, and we're doing what we do, and he gets... Like, I think at this point, he's kind of used to us, but he gets a little flustered, like, "Uh, (laughs) these guys with their, you know, talking about Giving somebody a pudding pop, you know, like 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 oh, these guys, you know, I'm gonna go home now. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> he's like, thanks, guys, I'm leaving.
0: <laughs> he's, he's a super nice guy, and uh, and he actually went to the rave for a little bit, you know. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, was, we
1: still we, we still need to talk to Robbie about getting our uh, transformers done, man.
0: I, I mentioned it to him, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, man, it's just just busy. I haven't forgotten about it." And I'm like. You know, and I told him, "I was like, look, dude, we're we're looking to pay you. We're not, you know, but we, we just want to we just want this to happen because, look, the, I, I think we all have had a lifelong dream of being a transformer at some point." Oh fuck yeah, dude! I mean, look, if it never happened at this point, you know, we've all been video game characters. We've been Phineas and Ferb characters. Jurassic nice <sighs> Park fans. We've been, yeah, we've been uh, the the meals for Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> And there is an X-Men print that – that's actually probably the next thing we need to do is just put together some money and go to Ted and –
1: Yeah, get this X-Men one done.
0: So uh, – Cool. But I'm broke Have you right now. X-Men? Huh? Have you picked your X-Men? I'm Cyclops. And none, Cyclops? none of y'all, none y'all are getting Cyclops. I'm sorry. Because actually when, when we did the Capcom versus Marvel print, well, that was I was – first. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, w- I was like, ah, I want to be Cyclops, but it would be kind of cool to be Dante. And honestly, the Dante was the better choice because it's it's like I I use that that picture all the time as an avatar and it know, fits. Yeah, and and let's be honest, it looks like something I'd wear.
2: What about you, Wayne? What 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 X Men would you be?
1: I don't really know. Like it. I, a I mean, there's it, it, so many fucking X Men, dude.
2: I mean, I guess we'd have to pick a, like a one that's more. I think Rome's gotta be
1: Wolverine.
0: Yeah, Rum's Wolverine for sure, and I I'd like to be probably Beast. Beast. Yeah. yeah the big the, the only problem is like, well, I guess it's not a problem. I guess we could sort of rearrange it. So anyway. Uh, yeah, so we'll, I don't know, we'll, man. We'll, I don't we'll know who. I would pick. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, but we'll we'll figure all that out. Like uh, hopefully before the end of the year, we'll we'll get that done. Yeah, but but Robbie's super nice guy, and uh, it was good seeing him. So. Nice. Uh, I think that's all my adventures for, for the week.
1: Um, I, I I don't know if any of y'all saw Ant-Man yet, did
0: y'all? I actually saw it yesterday. I saw it in the movie tavern on the North Shore, the dine-in theater.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, the theater or the movie? The thea- no, the theater. I watched the movie last night. Okay. Yeah.
0: So now bear in mind, well, for people who don't know, there's a trend going across the nation of like smaller theaters building Basically, it's it's a dining theater where you get like this nice sort of uh, Al Bundy esque chair with a little like desk swivel so that you can eat, and they serve you food and they have a full menu. It's like combining mm-hmm. chilies with a restaurant, huh? There's there's quite a few of them. We used to have one here called Cinema Grill. Right. Well, they're not, but they're they're somewhat limited. Like there's there's two here, ones in New Orleans, ones in on the North Shore. They're building one in Baton Rouge. I know Orlando, the AMC theater at, at Downtown Disney, has a select number of of, of the rooms are, are set up like that. So it's still a regular theater, but there's like if you want to do the dine in, a certain number of the theaters have have it. Um, but it is wide it is widespread across the nation. It's just not that many comparatively nice, to regular yeah. theaters. That's so. Though. So I'd never done one before, and uh, I was. I will. I'll say I'm really impressed with the setup, and I think anytime there's a big movie, like uh, we saw the trailer for Star Wars: Force Awakens again, yes. and I think that'll be the next time I do this. Um, so, it's a big, full size, full size, very nice uh, leather or, or pleather seat. Um, there's so much space that you don't have to worry about some kid kicking you in the back of the head. Nice. Um, it's a little more expensive, so less riffraff. You know, There was still one idiot towards the end of the movie who pulled out his cell phone. and. But the nice thing was all you could see was the blue reflecting off things, which was still distracting, but you couldn't see his cell phone because of the way the, the, the setup has with, oh, with all good. the space. Yeah. Um, the food, not great. It was okay. Um, I would probably what, – what, what I'd probably do if I go see Star Wars there is – I'll probably go eat somewhere else, and then when I get there, just order like a milkshake or a drink or something like that, and just you know whatever. But I like the setup. It's it's a very very and honestly, they should have spent more money to get better food because it's so such a nice theater. Like as soon as you walk in, you're just really impressed. There's a full bar uh, as you walk you never in. Know,
1: man, they they may they may upgrade the food eventually. You know,
0: maybe, but. I don't know, I don't feel like this is a work in progress. I think this is just like they did what they need. They put spent all this money on making the place amazing and then just kind of was like, Oh, this is good enough. Because it is. It's 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 comparable to going to like some sort of like Applebee's or something like that. That that's the kind of level of food it is. You know what I'm saying? No, I
2: mean, that's 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 good for what it is, then. Right. I mean you're looking for a four star restaurant when you're gonna go watch movies. You're so.
0: not, but you can do better than like lower end chain food. You know what I'm saying? It's
2: quick, it's it's easy. We'll put it you know. to you this way,
0: with the ticket, like I got a free birthday ticket, which is why I did it. But if I hadn't on that matinee on a Saturday, altogether I would have spent like thirty five dollars. So for that amount of money, a little bit better food would oh, and I don't think there's any drink refills. But they do give you a big ass drink, so it's but you know, at some point like like you start drinking and your food arrives and you're like, Oh, I'm almost done. But whatever. But I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that was kind of the setup. Um, but Ant-Man itself, I loved. Cool. Ooh. Me
1: too. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was great.
0: It's got a very Guardians of the Galaxy sensibility to it yep. in that um, I was explaining – I was talking to Fletch Boogie about it and I was saying I think what it comes down to is they kind of knew that Ant-Man is sort of a tough pill for mo- – don't say anything wrong. Uh, it's a tough pill for people to swallow, so they try to like wash it down with a healthy dose of humor, and it works. It works right. really good.
2: I I'm will looking say, looking
0: forward to seeing it. You actually, Rom, you you would like this movie. I said I'm looking forward to seeing it. All right, but you don't Okay, all right. Um,
1: yeah, Rum, I think yeah, I really think you would dig it. It's it's got enough humor and enough uh, you know action and stuff that you would. You, you would look past the. Whole. I mean,
2: out of the out of yeah. all the superhero movies, you said uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Is there anything else that you could compare it to than Guardians? Um,
0: it's I don't know. Uh, it certainly got Iron Man elements in it. I, I like. But it. I it's I like kind Guardians. of it's kind of on its own. It's not you know, like Guardians in terms of story or anything like that. I'm just saying in terms of the tone of the movie, tone like, of the movie. Like it's it's a dark. It's sort of a dark movie with a lot of humor that keeps it lighthearted and fun. overall, like the, 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 the movie's fun. Now I will say it's got a lot of heavy elements in it. Like the, the theme recurring theme of the movie is fathers and daughters. And there's a lot of like scenes that are super emotionally heavy. And, um, but, uh, I will say that I think, and this isn't really a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure I've nailed down exactly why Edgar Wright walked off the movie. Um, and it's not, the only reason it's not a spoiler is because Marvel, for some reason, decided they had to advertise this. There's an Avengers cameo in the movie that has a whole scene with uh, Falcon from Captain America Winter Soldier. And I like Anthony Mackie. I think he's great as the Falcon. Yeah. Um, but he's got a small chunk of this movie where he and Ant-Man fight. There is literally no reason for that scene in this movie. The The... The impetus for it um, never really does anything. They're, like there's no strong reason. It's basically they just wanted to uh, set something up for future Marvel movies. That, that right. he he
2: give it a moment to flex the uh, so to showcase the Ant Man powers against another superhero. Maybe
0: he does that, but yeah. but at that point he'd already been doing it for. I mean, not against the superhero, but he'd been doing it. For what three quarters of the movie? At that point,
2: uh, it, was, it was one of those scenes that the director wants to put in to build up a character's rep.
0: No, yeah. it's not the director. Marvel Marvel, Marvel put it in that. there. I and uh, I, I can almost guarantee you that's why that's in there. And you and when you see the movie, oh, and bear in mind, Rom, if you do see it, make mm-hmm. sure to stay. There's two post credit sequences. Yeah, oh, two of like, them. Okay, a lot of people left after the first one right cuz there's one part in
1: the like right after the main
0: there's a mid credit and a post credit yeah after the mid okay. credits
1: are gone like the like you know the big the big characters names you know after they go right. there's a that and then at the very end of everything there's another one
0: and i i i i do think it's kind of funny they made sure to make you wait until literally the last like second after the credits like it there's no like oh it's towards the end let's just throw this in no no you got to sit there for a good like 5 minutes Waiting for this thing to come up, but um, but really, really fun, fun movie.
2: Now, hawk, um, you said Falcon. hawk or Hawkeye,
0: Falcon, Falcon. Oh, Falcon, Falcon. is who he's fighting.
2: Is he playing a big role in the next Avengers movie?
0: Um, he will definitely be in the Avengers, but he's going to be one of the stars of Captain America: Civil War.
2: Yeah. Okay. All that makes so, sense. And then Civil
0: War fun. is the next movie that's coming out. Right. So that was. So a- I don't want to say any more than that. Um, it's an it's an interesting scene that actually kind of confused me, but um, uh, but I yeah, it. I thought it was fun. Right, right. But but yeah, I'm pretty sure Edgar Wright left because he didn't want to. Like Marvel's been doing this, and I, I've said this many times about Captain America: Winter Soldier. The main problem with that movie is that they grafted on this Winter Soldier storyline to a movie that's not really about that. And actually would have functioned much smoother. I don't want to get into that because this is a long thing. But, uh, but it's it's almost a perfect movie except for like the Winter Soldier stuff really feels like it's a different movie. And, uh, it should have been
2: because, I mean, it, it didn't spend enough time, I don't know, on the well, exploits of
0: that. You're, you're absolutely right, and that's why I say it's basically two movies in one. But the thing was, at the time, they were worried that Chris Evans wasn't going to re-up, re-up at Captain America. I'm not really even sure how that turned out. They haven't said much about it since, so I think he might be leaving soon. But they really wanted to introduce Bucky so that they would have that option. Now, right. I will say, and I actually wouldn't have a problem with this, even though I hate the storyline in the comics. Um, right now, Falcon is the new Captain America in the comics. The Falcon in the comics is awful. Is an awful character. He's awfully designed. There's nothing good about that character, but they keep trying to force it on you for some reason. Um, So I could see if Chris Evans does leave now, they don't just have to go with Bucky as the new Captain America. They 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 could say Falcon's the new Captain America. Right. And again, like I like Anthony Mackie. I wouldn't have a problem with that.
2: I don't understand how you can have. I I just never did how you can have a new Captain America. When if Captain America were to say die in the comic, uh-huh. then they should just die in the comic. They should just die. You know what I'm saying? Because to try to have a new Captain America, because Captain America was a product of an experiment that, that came right. to be.
0: But ultimately, yeah. it's it's a symbol. I look. I don't disagree with you. I think um, they try to do this in comics. In um, some some comic characters. DC has far more success with this than Marvel ever will, but DC has legacy characters like going from the Alan Scott Green Lantern to Hal Jordan and Guy Gardner. Marvel hasn't had any, but um, but some characters can't be replaced. You can't have a new Superman. No, uh, they've tried. I'm they, sure that and, is coming. Uh, they've tried. It doesn't. It just doesn't work. Uh, they've tried to replace Spider-Man several times, and they've created great characters, but ultimately, Bruce Wayne's always going to be Batman, Peter Parker's always going to be Spider-Man, you can't really change that out. And ultimately, Steve Rogers is always going to be Captain America. However, when you're talking about in terms of a movie, they can do one of two things. They can either do what the comics try to do, and bear in mind, by the time Captain America Civil War comes about, Steve Rogers is going to be Captain America again. There's no, no question about that. But they can do one of three things. They can either make Bucky the new Captain America in the movies. The, uh, when, when, well, I'm saying when Chris, Chris Evans leaves, um, mm-hmm. they can make Falcon the new Captain America, or they can recast so that somebody replaces Chris Evans as Steve Rogers. To tell you the truth, I, at this point, I would kind of rather they, they did something else than, than recast. Like they keep saying when Robert Downey Jr. is done, which is going to be very soon, oh, we're just going to recast. That one's going to be a lot harder. I, I really don't think they'll be able to pull it off as much as they think they can. Um, I
2: think if, if for storyline for the movie, it would make more sense just because they were both the same time period that if Bucky became Captain America. That makes more sense to me.
0: I guess I mean I'm not saying they're going to do one thing or the other. i don't right, I'm know. just but I, that's that's my opinion.
2: It just seems because they 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 were looking at their story, it, they were in from the same time frame. You know what I mean? They're they they were so close like brothers it wouldn't made it wouldn't be a hard transition. You know what I'm saying? Eh,
0: I don't know. I don't actually like the the actor that plays Bucky. I I'm not know. a
2: fan of his either, but I mean story-wise it would make more sense.
0: I guess so. I, I'm assuming that's actually what they're going to end up doing, but and, just, in any nasty. case, well, whatever. But Winter Soldier was like a deeply flawed movie that could have been, like, it, it. honestly, if they had just separated those into two movies, Winter Soldier would, well, or Captain America 2, whatever you would have called it, probably would still be the best Marvel movie they, they've ever done.
2: Now, what about your thoughts on the new Fantastic Four?
0: Uh, I mean, I just saw the trailer, um doesn't it look. it doesn't look like a Fantastic Four movie, even remotely. I genuinely hate the design of Doctor Doom in it. However, I think I'll probably enjoy the movie on a basic level. Okay. There's certain movies like, look, Man of Steel. I didn't hate Man of Steel. I thought it was kind of entertaining. I don't ever want to see it again. I thought it was kind of entertaining. It's just that it's a horrible attempt at a at a Superman movie. Same thing with the Transformers movies. The Transformers movies are not Transformers films, but they are entertaining, you know? And so certain movies you kind of have to go, I'm just going to view this as what it is. And right. I think Fantastic Four is going to be somewhat entertaining. So um, we're, we're thinking
2: Fantastic Four is going to be a good movie, but not a good movie. I don't think off. it's going to be
0: a good movie. I think it's going to be entertaining. I think, but, I, it's,
2: but it's not going to be, it's not going to be what we're expecting from the comics. Right.
0: It's well, I can tell you for without a single doubt, there's no chance that it's going to be anything like the fantastic four from the comics. This is a much darker film. They don't like, they don't even give you, it's It's honestly in a way it's similar to man of steel in that the color palette is so dark that, you kind of wonder what they were thinking.
1: Yeah, it's almost it's almost like a dark night
0: color, you know, like that gray blue tones yeah. and Yeah, it's yeah. very very dark. Okay. But I'll go see it. Man uh Batman versus Superman, I'm still 100% not seeing. And I think I've decided that I'm not going to go see uh Suicide Squad because I just uh, uh you know, ghetto emo Joker just no. Like,
1: I, I, I am not a fan of the Joker style at all, but I will go see both those movies.
0: A lot of people agree with you. And look, you might really like that movie, but I've said many times not seeing it. I'm not interested in it, and I'm not think, giving it my money.
2: I think the one the, – the, what I saw from the uh, trailer,
0: uh, you're, you're, what seems to be
2: the driving force to this movie character-wise is Harley Quinn.
0: Uh, she's definitely going to be a star. I mean but uh,
2: every, there was I mean multiple 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 scenes with her in it in I, just the trailer.
1: I have yet to see the trailer for it. Oh really? No, go on
2: YouTube type it on. Yeah, it the trailer's really interesting. Um and I really like how her character is portrayed. I mean it seems to be you know I could get behind that.
0: I bet you could. <laughs> <laughs> oh god bless you. We all could. Uh-huh. Uh, but the um, I look I'd even tag team with y'all. That's
2: yeah. that's, uh, <laughs> I, that's uh, uh, Will Smith is in that.
0: Well, Will Smith is actually going to be the star of the movie, but which makes
2: no sense because in the trailer that I saw, he was in it. Two like there was just two scenes with him in his face. No, nah, he's,
0: he's in, well, trust me. He's gonna he's gonna be the leader of the of the team. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing about that trailer. It tells you everything you need to know about the movie because, and I've said this before, I didn't actually, I, uh, I didn't actually think that the Joker was going to be in this movie, and there's a very simple reason for it. You watching that trailer, and it's kind of is what it is, and it's kind of what I expected, and I'm like, oh, this is okay, you know, and then Jared Leto's Joker pops up, and everything stops. You're no longer thinking about anything else in that movie but the Joker. Uh, which has one or two effects. If you really like that design, you're like, "Oh, cool! I can't wait to see this." If you hate that design, you've instantly decided, "I'm done with this movie." Right? Guess now, what A lot of people are feeling. Now, there are some people who like it. A lot of people hate that design, and it's it really is dumb. Like the. Now the. the
2: uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. No, 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 no,
0: no. I mean, I'm just saying though. Like, this is supposed to be a movie about the Suicide Squad, but. The second you put the Joker into it... Oh, and there's a very likely... Because there's a short shot that seems to be the Ben Affleck Batman. So mm-hmm. there's a very likely possibility that Batman shows up in this movie as well. Which, again, kind of takes you out of the part where it's supposed to be Suicide Squad.
2: Well, here's here's a, a question. Uh, did, you guys have watched right. The Arrow, right?
0: Uh, I've seen one, one episode. I, I watched Flash,
1: though. I've seen a bunch of it, but I haven't finished it. So...
0: Um, you ha- so you haven't seen the
2: uh, uh, last season of the Arrow? No. no. Okay. Also uh, um, the last
0: uh, episode of the last well, season. Not, not giving anything away,
2: really, but there's just going to be one part, I'm going to tie into what we just talked about. Okay. Um, there is all, all these uh, criminals that um, all of these other superheroes have captured are all sent to basically like a supermax. It's like on an island and they're dropped down into a uh, pit.
0: yeah I think they are doing suicide squad and arrow if that's what you're asking
2: yes because they're,
0: they're they go uh,
2: uh, and they they need to stop this this evil right so they need something equally evil that they can destroy it with that they can control because they're all chipped and um, so there's the one scene and it was like I don't know what, what are we gonna call ourselves and said so well we're all running out you know they they're, they're running out they're gonna Maybe a mission they're not coming back from, and the and the one guy says, "We're the Suicide Squad," and they just leave it at that. So that's what they've named themselves as they walk out of this prison. I'm like, "They're the Suicide Squad," or is this the same thing, just with different? Yeah.
0: um, So the Suicide Squad concept is uh, basically this this uh, black ops chick named Amanda Waller takes like criminals from from prison, like with specialized skills, usually super villains. I think and, that's the character that's in Arrow too. She yes, is. yes, she is. Okay. And they, um, essentially, and she's there's also a different actress playing her in, um, in the movie. So she runs this program called Task Force X, which which does that. They they take these criminals and they're like, "Look, we'll put you on this mission. If you survive, you're free. If but you're expendable. It's it was literally the Expendables before. You know, whatever. Right. Um, well, not literally, but whatever. I get you. Um, so the nickname for it is the Suicide Squad, because that's what it is. It's, you know, like they're expendable. Um, DC, or rather Warner Brothers, has this weird thing where they've decided they don't want to do a shared universe with TV and movies. Which is fine, but instead of going, okay, we've got the Green Arrow and the Flash on television so we can't really use them in the in the movies they go oh no we'll have simultaneously a green arrow and a flash in the movies and on tv which is really confusing so they do this they're doing the same thing with the suicide squad but to be fair there's not going to be a suicide squad tv show no, they're just no, gonna but, have, but they've also had like in the cartoons and stuff, they've had Suicide Squad pop up. This isn't, this isn't anything new. And I, I, I want to say there's been one other thing that they did,
2: but. But in the movie, it seems like this squad that she's creating is the first, and it seems like this in squad the, at the in TV the show, yeah. is. It's just completely different ca- – I mean, inside the, the prison right now, there's uh, – You have to think uh, of
0: it like the difference – like like in the comics, there's a Suicide Squad. In the movie there's going to be a Suicide Squad. I'm it's the same thing. It's two, two different ringleader. universes. Yeah,
2: the, the ringleader is uh, in the TV show is, I think, uh, uh, Bullseye?
0: Uh, Deadshot.
2: No, Dead, no, Deadshot's the uh, – isn't Deadshot the one with the mask that's two different colors, red and black?
0: Yeah, well, okay, that, it's probably he's probably not, not Bullseye because that's a Marvel character.
2: Well, what's the what's the um, what's the one he never misses? He's got a cybernetic eye. That's Deadshot. Okay, that's Deadshot. No, 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 that's not Deadshot. Deadshot doesn't have the cybernetic eye. Yes, he does. Which one? Well, he doesn't wear a mask.
0: Are you talking about Deathstroke? Oh, yeah, he's probably talking about Deathstroke.
2: Deathstroke is not. He's down in the prison, but he's
0: in a separate cell because he's nuts. Um, Deadshot. Is known for like never missing in the DC. Never,
2: he's like a, he's just an assassin. He doesn't wear a fancy
0: right. getup. He just has this. In, in the in the movie, Will Smith is Deadshot, and he occasionally wears a mask, but mostly you see him without the mask. Okay. And, so. In the comics, Deadshot is almost always wearing his mask, and okay. he doesn't so he, he doesn't have a robot eye, but he's got a, like a little targeting thing that okay, he this, sometimes uses. In the
2: Flash, he has this red glass basically a steampunk thing he puts on his face
0: yeah okay yeah i mean i didn't see that episode but yeah so
2: okay so basically okay that part's the same they're both dead shot running the suicide squad so i was just making sure trying to tie in the well
0: i'll tell you if you really want to see a good suicide squad story check out batman assault on arkham the the cartoon movie okay really really adult honestly and i i'm really curious if they use any of the elements of that movie for for this movie, because, um, in the, in the assaults on Arkham, the idea is that, uh, they put the suicide squad together to go infiltrate Arkham and kill one of the, one of the inmates, and then there's the subplot with the Joker and Batman that's sort of the B story, and Joker ultimately ends up being the villain of the story, but, um, but he's not the main character, so I'm wondering. I mean, I don't think it'll be a carbon copy, but I'm wondering if there's going to be any elements of this that that play into that.
2: That's oh, interesting. I guess watch the movie and then go back and watch that, and you could really
0: see. That'd be cool. Well, all, Assault on Arkham really is awesome. It, it I'll really have to check that awesome. out. So, all right. Nice. Well, how long have we been recording? Hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, we should uh, we should end that there. Unless uh, y'all have anything that y'all want to?
1: Uh, the only thing I left out to say about movies is don't watch Paul Blart 2. It's terrible.
0: Why did you see Paul Blart 2?
1: Ah, because it was at Redbox and it was a dollar, so I felt like I needed to see Oh, something. it's
0: already in Redbox? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, man. So it was a buck, and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll go see how bad it is. And, yeah, it's pretty fucking terrible. Wow. Well, not even a not even a little laugh out of me at all.
2: What what I had to talk about, I can say it to the next time, so it's no big deal. You
1: sure?
0: So, sure? Yep, yep, absolutely. All right. Well, well, I guess that, that'll that do it for the M.H.R.G. podcast. Yes. Uh,
1: thank you for joining us on this wild and crazy
0: ride.
1: Hope you all learned something.
0: About the Suicide Squad and comics for the last half hour. And, yes.
1: like, very large words that we said all through the beginning of the show. Yes. Yeah. Look yeah. them up. So. Challenge
0: yourself. Right. And, <laughs> oh. and don't ever make fun of retarded people because it's true. Because right. you never and,
2: know. And, and what type of candy do you need?
0: Pocky. Pocky. Make a car, yeah! Make a card, car, yeah. yo! Alright. i right
1: <laughs> And, uh, not there, I was your host, Wade. Apparently, I'm Puddle Bear. And, right. Right. and I'm Rum. And remember to. Keep it, Fucky! Yeah. you get what you